0: Good day, brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores, your neighborhood store. Why fight the lines at the big box chains when Little General Convenience Stores has what you need? Selling only the best quality brands like Gorelick Farms, Boston Salads, Prepared Foods, KM and Purdue. Little General also sells lottery, tobacco products, and yes, of course, your stop for your daily newspapers. Weekly specials change every Monday, so check online at littlegeneral.com for this week's specials, plus General. Is the place to go for the delicious recipes you heard here on A Recipe for a Good Day. So, whether you're picking up food or products for your home, or if you're looking for food or coffee on the go, shop your neighborhood store. Little General Convenience stores open eight days a week. And good morning to you. Welcome to recipe for a good day, brought to you by Low General Convenience Stores. You know the place; it's your convenience store with more open eight days a week. And in case you're wondering, that does include today. Jeff Kamashi in the studio, and uh, we continue to add some new items into the program this week. Uh, last week we opened up the uh, phone lines, and we were looking for recipes tied to sale items. We were, we were wanting ten dollar uh, Low General. Gift cards. That's going to be a once a month feature here on the program. So we will uh, resume that again as we hit the uh, first week of November. But meanwhile, we'll continue to bring you some new things, including a new feature today of something every kitchen needs. It's called Reynolds Wrap. You'll hear about that feature in just a little bit. And we're also going to introduce a new product at Little General Stores and we'll tell you what's on sale at Little General stores everywhere now through close of business on Sunday. So a pleasant good morning to you. Welcome to your weekly food destination. I want to remind you that email is available and that is askthechef at wnri.com and you can send in your request. Maybe there's a food item or a recipe you want to share. We'll take that as well as maybe there's a topic you'd like discussed or a question answered. Send it into the program via email askthechef at wnri.com as we continue to roll. Next week As we uh, get the the Wednesday in front of, uh, we get closer to Halloween, we are going to have uh, some things you can make for your Halloween get-togethers or some uh, homemade treats for the kiddies. Uh, So we're going to have a Halloween edition coming up uh, next week. Meanwhile, today, uh, we have some good stuff thanks to the great specials at Low General Convenience Stores. So some of the items we'll be talking about on this week's program, I call it the Holy Grail in the Kitchen The boneless chicken breasts are on sale, $1.99 a pound. And we had some folks ask for more stir-fries, and we are going to talk stir-frying today. Featuring that boneless chicken breast, again, just $1.99 a pound. So many, many things you can do with it. We're going to focus in on stir-fries, utilizing that chicken meat today. And we're even going to talk about the difference between stir-frying and sautéing just make sure you uh, you know what you're doing in your kitchen. Uh, stewing beef on sale for five ninety nine a pound. That'll be another uh, featured product on today's program. As we're going to talk a little stew, and we're also going to talk about a beef soup you can make using the stewing beef on sale for five ninety nine a pound. And then, as we roll, depends on how time flies we'll talk about the chuck roast we'll give you a recipe for that if time allows 4.99 a pound for the uh, chuck roast on sale the cube steak remains a popular item at little general convenience stores 5.99 a pound uh, so some great meat deals to take advantage of again thank you to little general convenience stores and their suppliers for helping keep your good food affordable. Again, bonus chicken breast, $1.99 a pound. Chuck roast, $4.99 a pound. Cube steak, $5.99 a pound. And stewing beef, $5.99 a pound. If you're looking for some lunch meats, Pavone Genoa Salami is on sale for $7.89 a pound from their deli. And from Boston Salads, it's cheese tortellini for $5.89 a pound. Again, these are available at all Little General Locations. There's a new product on the market you'll see on the shelves of Little General Convenience Stores. It's a protein bar. Not just any protein bar. It's Robert Irvine's Fit Crunch, a new product featuring four flavors available at Little General Convenience Stores everywhere starting this week. Uh, What you'll find is uh, caramel peanut. Cookies and cream, milk and cookies, gotta love that one. Uh, Peanut butter, peanut butter and jelly, chocolate chip cookie dough. Now, these are so good, you gotta remind yourself, it's not a candy bar, it's a protein bar. So, if you are one that likes to hit the gym... Or you work in a very labor-intensive field, maybe you're a construction worker, maybe you're a roofer, maybe you work for the highway department, and you're always on the go for the city of Woonsocket. This item is something that you probably need in your lunch pail or on your way to the gym. Uh, Who is Robert? uh robert irvine he is a famous chef he had a television series you may have heard um and called restaurant impossible where he would help failing restaurants try to turn their business around uh so let's learn a little bit first about robert irvine then we'll hear him talk about these new fit crunch bars available at all Little general locations
1: My name is Robert Irvine and we're sitting right here at my restaurant, Robert Irvine's Public House at Trump County in Las Vegas. So I started cooking at the age of 11, joined the military at the age of 15 and a half, and here I am at 52 years old, uh, still cooking. Food to me is a labor of love, and food brings people together, and uh, that's why I cook. So today we're going to make a a skirt steak that's been marinated with garlic and rosemary, and it's interesting because this is one of the first dishes that I made when I started cooking at 15 and a half. So it's very personal to me. It's also one of the top-selling dishes we have in the restaurant. So it's a really simple dish. We're going to take the plank steak, clean the plank steak, marinate it in, in rosemary, in garlic, and oil. We're going to make a chimichurri sauce and serve it with French fries. Cook it to perfection, slice it down, and it will be like butter when you eat it. And everybody loves French fries and chimichurri. When you eat this, it's like eating filet mignon. It's pretty awesome.
0: A little bit about Robert Irvine started cooking at 15 and a half. Not only is he a terrific chef, he is English, he's from England, but this guy is what they call in the workout industry, jacked. There's plenty of footage on him working out in the gym. He is built almost as good as me. Well, maybe he's a little better put together than I am. Um, so he knows the fitness industry. He knows what your body needs when you're looking to work out or you're being exerted. And he has put together these Fit Crunch bars.
1: Hey, I'm Chef Robert Irvine. And when I couldn't find a delicious tasting protein bar, I created Fit Crunch. It's a bar created by a Chef, but made for anyone. 16 grams of protein, 3 grams of sugar, and comes in a variety of delicious flavors. If you need a post-workout boost, a snack after practice, a break in your day, or during your long bike ride, Fit Crunch was made by me, with you in mind. Fit Crunch, raising the bar on flavor.
0: Fit Crunch. So there it is, your Fit Crunch bars by Robert Irvine, available in many flavors. It's a new product on Little General Convenience Stores. Shelves you'll find caramel peanut cookies and cream peanut butter they also have a peanut butter and jelly and a chocolate chip cookie dough now some samples were brought to wnri and uh, i did try the cookie and cream bar and i'll tell you it was it was delicious and it was chewy and it was i was enjoying eating it so much uh i had to go uh exercise afterwards to burn the uh the calories i took in From the fit crunch bar and again it is something you're not going to eat like a reese's peanut butter cup but if you are uh going on the bike trail for the day if you're a hiker if you are an athlete and you have a big game if you go to the gym for regular exercise routines this is an item you're going to want to try robert irvine's fit crunch protein bars available at all low general locations, the newest product is three hundred eighty nine a bar and they are a good sized bar that 's for sure um, I know i didn 't finish it. we kind of cut it up and passed it around the studio here, uh, but they are delicious, they are nice and chewy, and a good high quality product available as all products you 'll find at low general convenience stores. High product. So, welcome to the Little General family, Robert Irvine, and his new Fit Crunch bar. Well, folks, we're going to take a quick message from our title sponsor, Little General Convenience Stores. And when we return, we're going to get into some recipe talk. And don't forget, we have our new feature, something no kitchen should be without. It's called Reynolds Wrap. You'll hear that new feature coming up in a little bit. Right now, a message from Little General Convenience Stores. Recipe for a Good Day brought to you by Low General Convenience Stores with locations for your shopping needs throughout the Blackstone Valley. 2-in-1 Socket, Manville Road and Cumberland Hill Road, Great Road, North Smithfield, Chapel Street in Boroughville and Central Avenue in Pawtucket. Always hot, always fresh coffee stations to get your day started. Grab and go meals perfectly prepared for you. Whether it's for an easy lunch to get you through your work day or to make an easy, satisfying dinner to end your day. And of course delicious deli items from top of the line lunch meats to top of the line steak and chicken products oh and of course always fresh ground hamburg stay up to date on each week's sale items by going online at little your convenience store with more little general where you always get a smile a please and a thank you open every day including today proud sponsors of recipe for a good day little general convenience stores could find us a brand new recipe. Oh, we got some brand new recipes for you right now. We're going to talk about those boneless chicken breasts on sale. Just a dollar ninety-nine a pound. And we were inspired to put the recipes together for the boneless chicken breasts. And it really uh, followed a conversation I had with Dana over the weekend. And uh, we were talking and we were working in the kitchen and cleaning out the cupboards. And Dina says, you know, we really have to have a walk at some point. I said, it's too cold. We can just drive. Oh, wake
2: up, wake up. Yeah, you never know
0: when something funny is going to happen on this show. Did something funny happen?
3: Yeah.
2: You'd never
0: know it. <laughs> oh, she got mad at me, though, and she found me cooking stir fry on little Baxter, our dog. I don't know why she got mad. She told me to take him for a walk. Oh, wait, I got one more. We were actually making stir fry, trying one of the recipes the other night. And I asked her if she would cook. Why? Because Dina made a lot more stir fries than I did. So she asked me when I was going to figure it out so I wouldn't need her to walk me through it. Get it? Walk me through it. She stopped talking to me for about 10 minutes. It may have been worth it, though. But we are going to talk stir-frying. And with that, we want to make sure we know the difference between stir-frying and sautéing. They both deal with pans and oils and stirring products around. But there are big differences that separate these two techniques. Um, Stir-frying, similar to sautéing, but kind of amplified. With stir-frying, you're dealing with a higher heat and more action. With that higher heat, you have to jostle your products around a little more to make sure they don't burn, especially early in the stir-frying process. Meanwhile, sauteing, that will cook large, small pieces of food in a wide, shallow pan and a small amount of some sort of uh, solvent. Well, it could be oil, it could be butters, it could be fat, and that's kind of a medium-high heat. And it it doesn't get jostled around in the pan as much because you're not cooking at such a high heat Uh, stir frying increases the heat too high it keeps the food in constant motion so it's a lot better for searing any sort of meat and we use what is commonly called a wok those round-sided big metal bowls uh, that do uh, take an oiling Uh, but stir frying is a nice fast fresh way to cook where you're going to agree, oil your wok, heat it up, and uh, get the night in nice high heat, and your meats will come out flavorful, tender, and of course, with stir fry, well seared. It is a quick method of cooking. First developed in China as a cooking method that worked efficiently. On simple brick stoves back then. A typical stove top had a hole over the fire chamber, actually, and a round bottom wok just fit perfectly over that hole, capturing that heat efficiently. And all it took was a small hot fire to make that wok very hot. So, oil and chopped food stirred and tossed in the pan, cooking in minutes is an efficient use of fuel as well. Uh, when you are stir frying in your kitchen, you might not have a wok, but you can use a nice deep. Uh, Cast iron pan as well. That'll work just as good. And the big difference in your pans for stir-frying versus uh, sautéing, again, is the heat you do use. Uh, So I think we understand a little bit difference now between the sautéing and the stir-frying. With these items we're talking about today, we are talking about stir-frying, not sautéing. Sautéing might be... You know, your garlic and onions, your mushrooms to put on top of something It's a lower heat. Again, we're talking high heat and lots of motion. So we have a few stir-fry recipes. Again, we remind you that you can visit LowGeneral.com. That is your destination to take down the recipes we give at your own pace. Uh, so if you uh, do miss it or you want to listen in, you can go to lowgeneral.com at the bottom of any page. You see, listen to recipe for a good day. And you can take a, uh, a gander at these recipes, write them down at your own page. You can pause it. You can restart it right where you were. And it's available on, uh, on Apple computers, iPads, Android phones, Windows PCs, and more. Any platform. Again, lowgeneral.com. Look at the bottom of the page. You'll see, listen, recipe for a good day. So, first stir fry of the day. Let's talk a little sweet and sour chicken stir fry. All right. So, again, we are utilizing the boneless, skinless chicken breasts on sale. Again, $1.99 a pound at all Low General locations. Uh, in this uh, scenario, we're going to use... Uh, Two pounds of the skinless chicken breast. You can cut them into one-inch cubes or strips, depending on how you want to do it. You can either cube it, you can strip it, but the thing is, is you do want to cut it down so you can get a nice sear on all sides of that meat. Three tablespoons of ketchup. So this is perfect for one socket who loves their ketchup. So three tablespoons of ketchup, one tablespoon of vinegar, I would stay to the white vinegar, one tablespoon of low sodium soy sauce, the chicken breasts, again boneless, skinless, cut into one inch cubes or strips, one tablespoon of vegetable oil, and this is calling for a package of stir fry vegetables. Uh, you're looking at your common ones broccoli, bell peppers, mushrooms, onions. And for the sweet and sour chicken stir fry, we're going to call for one can, 20-ounce can of pineapple chunks, and you want to drain them. First step is to combine some ingredients. We're going to combine that ketchup, the vinegar, and the soy sauce in a small bowl and just set that aside. At this point, you're going to get your large skillet or your wok. You're going to oil them up. You're going to get that oil hot over a high heat, and you're going to drop in your chicken. Again, when you're stir-frying with a high heat, it takes a lot of motion. You don't want to burn your products, especially the first things going into the pan. So keep your chicken moving. Sear it on all sides. When you get the chicken browned, start to stir in those vegetables. Again, we're probably talking here with your average stir-fried vegetables, some broccoli, bell peppers, onions, mushrooms. You can stir in those vegetables, and when you get them stirred in, cover it. Reduce heat to low now and cook for two to three minutes or until the vegetables become a little tender and crisp. Again, giving it a stir occasionally through this process. When the vegetables begin to get nice and tender and crisp, at this point, you're going to stir in the pineapple, the 20-ounce can of pineapple chunks. Again, it is drained. You're not adding the pineapple juice. You can save it, maybe use it on another application, but you're not going to put it in here. Uh, In addition to that, you are also uh, going to stir in the initial product you combine. The combination of the ketchup, the vinegar and the soy sauce. So the last steps you're putting in there, the pineapple, and that combination of the ketchup, vinegar, soy sauce. Give it a nice stir. Uh, let it heat throughout. Once the pineapple is heated, the vegetables should be cooked. Your chicken is ready to go. Uh, here's a tip for you, though. Fresh vegetable combinations. If you don't want to use a frozen bag of stir-fried vegetables and you want to go all fresh, that's fine. But when you are using fresh vegetables in place of the frozen stir-fried vegetables, you're going to want to add about two tablespoons of juice from the Canned pineapple. We told you to save it for other applications. And if you are using fresh vegetables, this is that application. You're also going to increase the cooking time for about five minutes uh, to tenderize and crisp those vegetables. So the fresh vegetables actually take longer to cook. And you're going to want to put two tablespoons of that pineapple juice that you drained out of the pineapple chunk can. Uh, to add to the fresh vegetables. Other than that, you can leave the juice out and reduce the cooking time five minutes if you want to use frozen vegetables. But I know some people say death before frozen. I understand, I understand. Uh, So that is a simple sweet and sour chicken stir-fry that you can enjoy, likely over some rice. Uh, We have another uh, wonderful stir-fry dish here. We're going to be talking a little chicken chow mein why not uh you're going to use a pound of boneless skinless chicken breast again that is on sale for a dollar 99 a pound you can't beat that price in today's market boneless chicken breast all locations by the way throughout the blackstone valley and beyond $1.99 99 a pound so one pound of the boneless skinless chicken breast two cloves of garlic minced You're going to get a package of snow peas. If they're frozen, you're going to thaw them out. Uh, One teaspoon of vegetable oil. Two tablespoons of reduced sodium soy sauce. Two tablespoons of dry sherry. Sherry, sherry baby. Three large green onions. Now you're going to cut diagonally into one inch pieces. Four ounces of uncooked Chinese egg noodle. Uh, You're going to, you're going to, when you do, uh, or one teaspoon of oriental sesame oil as well. So four ounces of uncooked Chinese egg noodles and one teaspoon of oriental sesame oil. Uh, Simple, again, wok does the work. You turn up the heat, you keep jostling the meat, and everything should come out fine. This recipe would make about four servings. First thing you're going to do is cut that chicken. Again, anytime you're making a stir fry, you want smaller pieces of meat, roughly one-inch pieces. And you're going to toss it with that garlic, those two cloves of garlic that you've minced. So cut the chicken, toss it into that small bowl. Uh, The the snow peas, this is probably the longer part of the process. You're going to half the snow peas. Just cut them all in half. And heat one half of a teaspoon of vegetable oil in the wok or whatever non-stick, large skillet you might be using. Now, you're using a high heat. This is why it's so important to keep your things moving in the pan, especially if you're coating that chicken with garlic because garlic will burn quick if you are not moving it around. So you're going to add in the chicken mixture that you mixed with the minced garlic. Uh, You can put it in your wok. Again, if you're using a large nonstick skillet, you're using a higher heat here. Uh, Stir fry it for about three minutes. You'll notice the chicken changes color on the outside, and it's not as pink. Then you're going to transfer it to the medium bowl. Toss it with the soy sauce and the sherry. That's two tablespoons of dry sherry and two tablespoons of reduced sodium soy sauce. Give it a nice toss. Now you're going to heat the other half of that teaspoon of vegetable oil in the wok. You're going to add in your snow, snow peas that you've cut in half. This is going to be a very quick stir fry, but you're still going to be constantly keeping it in motion. And this stir fry should only be about a minute. Doesn't take long to fry a snow pea. That's cut in half. You're going to add the onions. Stir fry it for about another minute or so. Now the chicken that you've already You're already seared, you're going to bring it back into the wok and you're going to stir fry that for another minute or two, continuing to mix the entire time it's moving on that high heat wok or a large uh, nonstick skillet. Uh, The last thing you're going to add in is you are going to add in the noodles to the wok, the uncooked Chinese egg noodles, and you're going to stir fry those for about two minutes until it's heated throughout. And then finally, just stir in some sesame oil. You can garnish it if you desire. And you have an easy at-home make for chicken chow mein. And probably, again, the biggest hassle here is simply uh, cutting the snow peas in half. Uh, If you want something that has a little bit of an adult kick to it, well, we can give you one of those as well. How about Kahlua? Yes, Kahlua stir-fry chicken here. And we're going to utilize some asparagus as well. And we are still talking about the boneless chicken breasts on sale. Again, $1.99 a pound. And you're going to take that pound, pound and a half, up to two pounds of boneless. Uh, And again, this time you're going to cut them a little smaller, half-inch pieces. Two tablespoons of beaten egg. One egg, two tablespoons of the beaten egg. A quarter cup plus... Two tablespoons of vegetable oil. And you're going to divide those because you're going to be putting it in in increments. Two tablespoons plus one teaspoon of cornstarch. Again, that is also divided. A half cup of water chestnuts sliced. Six asparagus tips. Uh, You can use fresh or frozen here. But we're calling for six asparagus tips. One green bell pepper cut into half-inch strips. Four ounces of mushrooms sliced. Four ounces of snow peas and three tablespoons of Kahlua, along with one cup of cashews and three green onions chopped. So to make this Kahlua stir fried chicken, you just coat the chicken in the mixture of egg. The two tablespoons of oil and two tablespoons of cornstarch. Heat the remaining quarter cup of oil in that wok or skillet. Get it going nice and hot. You see that nice shimmer? You're ready to roll. So let's add in the half-inch pieces of chicken. Uh, You're going to cook that chicken. Again, you're going to sear it all sides. Keep it moving around in that hot wok until it comes out nice and golden brown. Now you're going to remove it and drain it. And remove all but 2 tablespoons of oil from the wok. Uh and you know leave it on a on a, on a nice high heat. You're going to add all your vegetables that we talked about. Uh the asparagus tips, the green bell pepper, the mushrooms. You're going to add everything uh that is a vegetable uh the snow peas except for the green onions. Again, that's going to hold off. Stir fry 3 to 5 minutes. Now you're going to add in the three tablespoons of kalua, the remaining one teaspoon of cornstarch. Add in the vegetables, bring it to a boil, let it simmer and slightly thicken. Uh, add chicken and cashews, heat thoroughly, and then remove it. Garnish it if you want with uh, some parsley, but we're going to garnish here with some green onions, as Booker T and MGS would approve. Three green onions, chopped, as your garnish. And enjoy this Kahlua stir-fry chicken. To close out our stir-fry today, we thought we'd just give you a vegetable stir-fry. No meat in this one. Even though the boneless chicken breast is $1.99 a pound, I know many of you don't eat meat. I hear it all the time. How about some vegetable dishes? Well, we have a vegetable stir-fry utilizing spinach for you. And it's called hot and spicy spinach. It's a very simple recipe. If you are a spinach eater, this one's for you. One red bell pepper. You're going to cut that into one-inch pieces. Take a clove of garlic, mince it, and pound some pre-washed spinach. Rinse it and chop it. One pound of pre-washed fresh spinach. One tablespoon of prepared mustard, one teaspoon of lemon juice, and a quarter teaspoon of red pepper flakes. That's all it takes. And this is a... Easy stir-fry. You're going to get your skillet uh, greased. Heat over medium-high heat for this one. Again, you're only dealing with spinach. Uh, add in the bell peppers. Add in the garlic. When you're adding the garlic, the first thing, you got to keep it moving. You don't want to burn your garlic. It is so easy to burn your garlic. Uh, you're going to cook and stir three, four minutes. At that point, add in the spinach. Give it another three, four minutes, just until the spinach, you notice, it start to wilt. Then stir in the mustard, the one tablespoon, the lemon juice, one teaspoon, and that quarter teaspoon of red pepper flakes. Give it a stir. Heat it up. You're not going to cook it long. Uh, and as soon as you are cooked, one great thing about spinach versus beef, no rest time. You can serve that dish immediately. For hot and spicy spinach, something in the stir fry, that involves no meat. Uh, but we did give you uh, three boneless chicken breast stir fries to choose from or whatever it is that you want to do with your boneless chicken breast. You can make it your own meal. One ninety nine a pound at all general locations. A quick message. We have a new feature, and we're going to move into the stew beef as we continue here on Recipe for a Good Day. Brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores. You know it as your convenience store with more.
4: Oh, fooey, I forgot to listen to Recipe for a Good Day. How do I go shopping now? What's on sale this week? I don't know what to feed Punky the monkey.
0: Well, Anna Marie, we have you covered all at LowGeneral.com. That's where you can find out what's on sale this week at all Little General locations and now can listen to past editions of Recipe for a Good Day. Just go to LowGeneral.com. You'll see the tab for the weekly flyer. Click that. You'll see the specials this week at all Little General locations. And at the bottom of the page, you'll see the link to listen to Recipe for a Good Day. So if you miss a show or are unable to write down a recipe, now you can go listen anytime at your time at lilgeneral.com. If you have a question from your kitchen or a recipe you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Just email the show at askthechef at WNRI.com. That's askthechef at WNRI.com.
2: never harmed an onion So why should they make me cry? Well once I saw a salad dressing My face got radish, my oh my But I never harmed an onion So why should they make me cry? Potatoes I've mashed And berries I've crushed I've made an artichoke and That's not all, I've also whipped cream and beaten an egg, yes, I've even made a melon ball, of all the things above, I'm guilty, if punished, I would know just why, but I've never harmed.
0: recipe for a good day brought to you by little general convenience stores your convenience store with more and we have a new feature to unfold for you here on today's edition if there's one thing no kitchen should be without when you're cooking it is reynolds wrap and we have a new feature called reynolds wrap we did leak it out online last week and some of the folks have rave things to say about reynolds wrap let's listen in
3: your bestie, Pat.
0: Reynolds wrap makes this whole cooking and cleanup thing so easy.
3: Reynolds wrap makes good food better.
0: The great thing about Reynolds Wrap is it's the one wrap you can depend on.
3: Just a little Reynolds wrap can do more for a woman than any other wrap. Good morning, fellow gastronauts. Today begins a new venture into continuing our quest to help you become a better home cook. I'm here to start with something basic, something that's taught in every reputable cooking school across this great land, and that is proper kitchen prep. Now, we professionals, Gary McLaughlin, myself, Gordon Ramsay, know the importance of carefully preparing the ingredients, tools, and equipment for every dish from simple to complex. Now, the French call it mise en place, M-I-S-E-E-N-P-L-A-C-E. The culinary definition of this term, which first began being used in the late 1800s, is basically like this, a place for everything and everything in its place. Chances are you probably used this method of cooking before. You just didn't know what to call it. Applying the practice of mise en place is a lot easier than the name may make it sound. To properly use this in your kitchen, just simply follow these guidelines. Number one, have your recipe handy and develop a plan. Two, gather all your ingredients, utensils, and equipment that you need. Three, one by one, wash, cut, dice, chop, and and measure all your ingredients. Number four, place them into appropriately sized dishes, bowls and containers for easy grabbing. And five, set your ingredients around your cooking station for better accessibility. Here's an example. You ever watch a video of a properly trained chef on TV? All their ingredients are within arm's reach and ready to assemble. For a larger scale cooking project, you can place all your cold ingredients in containers that fit in the commercial refrigerator to easily grab them as you cook. Working these steps into the beginning of your cooking process, you'll see how Mesium Plus can benefit cooking and baking for you. Now, this is a phrase that also refers to the discipline and organization that a good chef practices in any kitchen. There are a lot of online resources you can search for tips on how to prepare yourself for your new recipes or ones that you're ready to enjoy. Remember that preparation is the key to success, whether in the kitchen, your business, a social gathering like a potluck dinner. And the most important thing to remember is have fun, explore, and discover and recipe for a good day, sponsored by Little General Stores. I'm Johnny Reynolds, and that's a rap. Reynolds Rap. Wouldn't you hate to be without
0: it? Sure would. That's a new feature. Uh Reynolds Reynolds Rap. See, his uh, his name is uh Johnny Reynolds, and he's rapping about food. Get it? Reynolds Rap. See what we did there? Pretty clever. Uh, Thank you, Johnny, for putting that together. And we look forward to his weekly offerings here on Recipe for a Good Day. Now, a lot of people don't know this about Johnny Ray. um, But there's two things a lot of people don't know. One, Johnny Ray doesn't tan as well as you think he would in the sun. Uh, He pretty much goes from paper white to lobster red. Uh, The other thing you might not know about Johnny Reynolds is uh, he is a uh, college-trained chef. He... He is an educated uh, chef, so we look forward to him dropping his pearls of wisdom through this new feature, Reynolds Wrap. So, well, uh, thank you for putting that together, Johnny. Maybe we hope you will enjoy and be informed with his contribution to recipe. For a good day. Uh, We are going to take just another one more quick message when we come back. We are going to talk about that stewing beef on sale at all little general locations. $5.99 a pound. Uh, We're going to talk a soup. We're going to talk some stews. My favorite time of year in my kitchen is soup and stew season. We're going to get you started. I did. Uh, I was talking to Tommy Brian earlier. He asked me, he says, is there a such thing as chicken stew? Yes, there is. is there, and In fact, there's a turkey stew as well. So we will move into those directions as the uh, sales uh, continue on the General Convenience Stores. But today we're going to be talking stewing beef when we return here on recipe for a good day again all brought to you by little general convenience stores you know it it's your convenience store with more little general stores is ready to serve you every day with great locally roasted coffee as well as the best prices for all your deli meats little general convenience stores we're here for you All right, we have a uh, segment we'd like to offer you. This guy's amazing. He gives you four recipes and just about one minute of time, and his name is Sam.
4: Welcome to Cooking with Sam. All right,
0: uh,
4: number one, breakfast. Uh, for this, you'll need a bowl, some milk and a spoon first step carefully place your bowl on the kitchen table pour the cereal inside that bowl and then pour some milk slowly and voila you have what we like to call cereal Um, number two lunch for this you'll need some bread peanut butter jelly and a knife all right first step place two pieces of bread on a plate apply a peanut butter on one side jelly on the other combine both pieces of bread and voila you have a beautifully executed sandwich that we like to call pb and j number three Dinner. For this, you'll need uh, pretty much whatever you can find in, in your freezer. First step, take whatever you find in your freezer out and, uh, and throw it in the oven. You wait a bit, and um, you know while you wait, just go through your phone. All right, then you carefully take it out of the oven and put it on a plate. Then, yeah, voila, you have a beautiful dinner for your, your, your whole family. Right, number four, drinks. For this, you'll need a uh, bottle of water and... Um, Uh, that's pretty much it carefully pour the water from the bottle inside of a glass cup add a few cubes of ice if if you're feeling kind of crazy then voila you, you have a classic drink that we like to call a glass of water
0: the old whistle stop the Irondale Cafe and their original cookbook with some of the favorite recipes of America and we're going to utilize their vegetable beef soup along with the little general convenience store sale this week stewing beef at all locations just $5.99 a pound and I love making soups I love stirring it I love tweaking it I love tasting it and uh, I'm so excited to have soup season here. And I, as I mentioned over the past few weeks, now is the time. Stock up your cupboards. Don't wait till you deep into soup season because certain elements got very hard to come by. So over the past few weeks, I've stocked up on vegetable stock, beef stock, chicken stock. Um, whatever I could get my hands on for stock, I have a whole shelf in my cupboard ready to go for soup season. In addition to that... You are going to look at your canned soups. You're looking for your especially condensed cream ofs. Condensed cream of mushroom, condensed cream of celery, condensed cream of chicken. Load up on your cream soups and your stocks and broths. Now you'll be happy in the long run. Today we're talking vegetable beef soup. And it calls for a pound and a half ...of lean stew beef. And you're going to cut those stew beef pieces. They already come in, in chunks, if you will, or hunks. This is a hunky show, after all. Uh, into three pieces. So we're going to take one piece and cut it into three. Uh, into a smaller bite-sized piece. Two medium, lar- medium to large onions, depending on what you like for flavor. I go big on onion, and I go extra. I love to boil those onions until they just completely dissolve into flavor. So I will always go large over medium in any soup that I do make. Uh, you're going to half and cut them into very thin slices. Four stalks of celery, washed, stripped, and cut into slices. A half teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of pepper, one teaspoon of garlic powder, two and a half quarts of water. Again here, calling for uh, frozen vegetables. You can use a small bag if you want of mixed frozen vegetables or one third cup of lima beans. One third cup of each of lima beans, diced carrots, cut green beans, whole kernel corn, green peas and diced potatoes. Potatoes. That's, the, that's the desired mix we're looking for. So a third cup of lima beans, diced carrots, cut green beans, whole kernel corn, green peas, and diced tomatoes. Uh, diced potatoes, excuse me. You're going to need a can, a large can of diced tomatoes and one large can of tomato sauce. Uh, soup, simple enough. Vegetable beef soup at the old original whistle stop. Place the beef, the onions, the celery, the salt, the pepper, And garlic powder in a large saucepan. You're going to add in two and a half quarts of that water. You're going to bring it to a boil, reduce heat to a medium low and cook it for about an hour. You're going to cook the vegetables separately until they are tender and you can drain the vegetables. Uh, So whether you want to steam them, whether you want to boil them, just cook them separate. They'll become nice and tender and drain those vegetables. Drain them, then add them to the soup pot, along with the canned tomatoes and the tomato sauce. Add that all into the meat mixture. Stir it well. It's been cooking for an hour. Now you're going to let it simmer for another 30 minutes. Now, as far as adding some body to the soup in the form of some sort of pasta, as always with the soup, the pasta world is yours. Make it what you want. Uh, According to the original Whistle Stop, if you want their authentic vegetable beef soup, you are going to use one cup of cooked elbow macaroni in order to just give some body to that soup. So this vegetable soup takes about two hours to make, will give you a warm stomach and a nice healthy delicious broth to enjoy as well for the whistle stops, vegetable beef soup, utilizing the stew beef, on sale this week for $5.99 a pound. Uh, continuing on with our stew beef discussion, it only seemed natural uh, to give you a beef stew. We're going to do that in a moment, but before we do give the beef stew, we're going to give you a Beefo Burgundy recipe that I found in the treasured recipes from grandmothers of northern Rhode Island. Specialties include French-Canadian cuisine. This was put out by the Northern Rhode Island Council of the Arts years ago. I love my cookbooks. This was a 2008 pressing. um, And my favorite cookbooks are my local cookbooks. So the Beef au Burgundy was uh, given to the Council of the Arts for their cookbook by a Jeanette Cousineau. Uh, one pound of stew beef again, that is on sale for five99 a pound at all the general locations. A half cup of flour, one teaspoon of cooking oil, one medium chopped onion, one half cup of water, a quarter cup of burgundy wine choice is yours. but as long as it's a burgundy wine, you'll have beef or burgundy and one teaspoon of paprika. Uh first you're gonna dredge the meat in flour, add oil to your frying pan, and saute that meat until it's brown on all sides, flipping it around. You're gonna once that's completed, you can add the onion and saute that until it becomes nice and soft. And now using around a three-quart pot, add meat, add the onion, add the water, add the wine, bring it to a boil, reduce that heat and let it simmer covered. For about two hours. And it's going to be a low heat covered simmer. For about two hours. And your beef o burgundy should be nicely reduced. Cooked, blended and ready to be served over your choice. You could use a rice. You could use a noodle. And if you want to add a little color spice on top. That's where the one teaspoon of paprika does come into play. Just give it a sprinkle on top. From the beef au burgundy. To the traditional beef stew. And again, stewing beef $5.99 a pound. Denise Cardin is the one who contributed this recipe. We're grateful she did. And we're going to use three tablespoons of flour, one and a half teaspoons of salt and pepper to taste, two pounds of chuck stew meat, three tablespoons of olive oil, three cans of tomato soup, about ten and a half ounce cans. Three cans of water. You can use the tomato soup. Get the most out of it. So when you empty the tomato soup cans, just fill them up with water, shake them about, and pour them in. One and a half cup of chopped onion. A half teaspoon of dried basil. Three medium potatoes. Eight carrots, which is basically a small bag. One pound of frozen peas. That's going to be a small bag as well. And a half cup of dry white wine which is optional but recommended remember the burgundy is in the beef for burgundy here in this beef stew by denise carden where you're going to use a half cup of dry white wine you're going to combine your flour your salt and your pepper and you're going to coat that meat and then you're going to brown your meat as always in your oil in your pan and then add in the onion and Give it some more cooking time to soften your onion. You're going to add in the three cans of tomato soup along with the three cans of water and basil. A little bit of basil goes a long way, so don't overdo it on the basil. Uh, simmer for about one and a half hours. After one and a half hours of, that, of those ingredients simmering, you can add in your carrots. You can give it a cook for another additional 15 to 20 minutes. And then you can add in your three medium potatoes uh, that have been cut. Simmer for about another hour, about another half hour, excuse me. Uh, And after another half hour, once you've added the potatoes and the carrots, then the last thing you're going to add for about the last three minutes or so, frozen peas. Just drop those frozen peas in for the last three to five minutes of simmering. Then you can add in that Half a cup of dry white wine for flavor, uh, and you can even add more carrots if you so desire for a traditional beef stew, no better week than now it 's doing beef on sale for just five ninety nine a pound. So what a menu we 've had today. We had the uh, new products that you're going to want to make sure you try, Robert Irvine's Fit Crunch. Again, if you work out, if you have a labor-intensive job, if you're heading out for a day on the bike path or hiking, Robert Irvine's Fit Crunch Bars is not only tasty and delicious, but they are the new product at Little General Convenience Stores for just $3.89. Don't forget the great meat deals, the boneless chicken breast, $1.99 a pound. We gave you some stir-fry recipes for that uh the chuck roast is $4.99 a pound the cube steak $5.99 a pound we have plenty of additions on recipe for a good day where we talk about both of those items and you can even check out the cube steak program for a, a country fried steak recipe that is posted at lowgeneral.com and of course another featured product on today's program the stewing beef just $5.99 a pound So we want to thank you for being with us, and it is a recipe for a good day. And uh, Gary, do you mind, folks, what that recipe is? A recipe for a good day, folks. A warm smile, a good laugh, and a great meal. All right. Thank you, Gary. That's your recipe for a good day. I want to thank Johnny Reynolds as well for the contribution of Reynolds Wrap, the new weekly feature you have to look forward to here on Recipe for a Good Day. Meanwhile, we will be back next week. We will be moving into a uh, a Halloween-themed program next week as we are getting so much closer Halloween so we're going to have that program for you next week meanwhile we thank you for being part of the show and uh, stay tuned we've got a lot of great programming coming your way we're going to get caught up on America's First News coming up at 10 a.m. this morning 11 to 2 o'clock in the afternoon is the three hour show you call the John DePietro Show The Chosen One with you till 2 o'clock John Dion, today on this Wednesday from 2 to 4 p.m., Larry Poitras, Prime Time Talk. Your calls and conversations continue 4 to 6 p.m. tonight. And then it's Scott Gibbs, a program your town on economic development. All part of our terrific Wednesday lineup on WNRI. Thanks for listening. Until next week, bon appétit. If you have a question from your kitchen or a recipe you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Just email the show at askthechef at WNRI.com. That's askthechef at WNRI.com. WNRI Socket, 1380 AM, 99.9 FM, and always streaming online at WNRI.com.